Bryson Scott's face-clearing granny. Grand slam for Bryson Scott. This is interesting to see. Daily Sports Podcast News Narratives takes gambling. What's going on on the internet so that you don't have to pay that close of attention if you care about sports without having to spend all day on Twitter. Grand slam for Bryson Scott. The MLB playoffs had a bunch of sweeps. Uh, four series going on at the same time. And they were all two-game sweeps. Best two out of three. All of the games were played at one stadium's location or one team's location. The Rays, they're out. The Rangers beat the Rays 4 to nothing. Bye-bye. The Twins beat the Blue Jays 3-1. to Blue Jays gone. The Diamondbacks beat the Brewers 5-2. to Bye-bye. And the Phillies destroyed the Marlins twice. Marlins already scored twice. The Blue Jays only scored once. Baseball is a weird sport, man. So you had two road teams win, Texas and Arizona. Two home teams win, Minnesota and Philadelphia. And now we move to the, I guess not real playoffs, but bigger stakes playoffs. So they will begin over the weekend. Today's Thursday and Friday. They were, it was set up so that there could be game fives and then a day off on Friday. Nothing's necessary. They were all sweeps. And nobody, no series was even. So on Saturday... Here are the series. Minnesota and Houston. Texas and Baltimore in the American League. In the National League, Arizona and the Los Angeles Dodgers. And the Phillies and the Braves. The Braves are widely considered to be the best team in baseball. A little bit behind them are LA and Baltimore. The other three teams. Houston, well, I guess the other five teams are whatever. They're all about the same. No disrespect. But they're all about the same. Okay, so there are, yeah, eight teams in. Three are legit contenders. The other, Philly is kind of in the middle, and then the other three are like, I mean, it's all, there are basically three big dogs. The favorites will be the Braves over the Orioles, we would think. Okay, so that's what's going on. Houston, Minnesota, Philadelphia, Atlanta, Texas, Baltimore, Arizona, Los Angeles. That's what's going on with MLB baseball. Let's go over to the world of professional football. A lot of people think that Matt Eberflus will be Fired if he loses tonight. They're going to lose tonight. They're six-point underdogs. I love the Commanders to cover. They're going to win by more than six. They're just... The weird thing about the Commanders is you forget they had a lot of actually good players. And if they had good coaching and a good organization and like a better quarterback, they have a legit shot at winning that division. They have really good players. <sighs> Coffee in the morning. So, but Matt Everflew said, I feel the support from the organization. False, you liar. There was also a report yesterday that there is nothing that Justin Fields can do to prevent the team from taking Caleb Williams, the USC quarterback, first overall, whether it's with their pick or with the Carolina Panthers pick, which they own. So he is gone. Nothing he can do. Um, Yeah, the Bears are a mess. They currently own the first and second overall picks in the NFL draft. They have the first round pick from the Panthers for the trade for last year's first overall pick for Bryce Young. They also gave up DJ Moore. I think the Bears will be good eventually, but just not anytime soon. That's just my personal opinion. What do I know? Oh, look, the Minnesota. Yeah, here you want the highlight of Minnesota moving on finally. Swing and a miss. Finally. Long enough, man. What's up? So the Fighting Illini play at a stadium called Memorial Stadium, and it was on fire. Smoke can seem pouring out from the lower level of the south side of the stadium. We have a crew working to get more info. Um, I actually haven't looked into what happened. Sometimes 
things like metaphors in life just happen memorial stadium fire let's find out it's going to be fine they can host the game Sure, it was some sort of grease fire or some people being dipshits. Who knows? But it's just, I have no idea how the Illini are doing a game, but my guess would be not great. Not great. Jamal Adams could be facing uh, discipline after. So he got a concussion about the third play of the game on the Sunday night football game between the Jets and the Chiefs. Remember, everyone was watching Taylor Swift. It was Jamal Adams' first game back in more than a year. He had had a number of soft tissue injuries. He made a really big play, and then he just got a stupid knee to the head and got really concussed. He was super woozy. As he was walking to the locker room, you can see him freaking out at the independent neurologist. So here it is on your screen. There's Jamal Adams. That's the independent neurologist. This guy with the red hat is like a doctor, and his job is to see, evaluate these guys, and this guy's getting mad at him for kicking them out of the game. Like, you don't know. He's super angry. He could be facing discipline for this, and now everyone's response on Twitter has been the same, which is like, wow, that seems like CTE slash concussion. Thanks for all the Twitter doctors. But he did issue an apology for freaking out on the independent neurologist. First and foremost, I want to apologize to the OG. That means original gangster, for those of you lame people. You did everything right when you realized I was concussed. I apologize for any negative energy I brought your way. Good apology. I buy that. Watching the replay, I am thankful for the patience for your patience, knowing I wasn't myself in that moment. You're a real one and serve a great purpose that benefits the NFL and so many players. Prioritizing players' health is essential. Much respect to you. I, I love that apology. It's a great apology. Um, between having his, his, his head knocked off his shoulders, just, and it, wasn't, it was just a silly knee. You get hit in the back of the head when you don't respect it. Just do, lights go out a little bit. He gets up. He's woozy, clearly concussed, and then he gets out. And then he's got the adrenaline of the game, plus his head is literally not working, so he's freaking out when the guy that told him he couldn't play, right? So, make, I mean, he... I, no harm, no foul here, I think. His brain was literally not working, and the guy was very patient, treated him like a patient. It was great. You love to see, you love to see all of that. The Braves are hosting. Uh, we just talked about it. The Braves are hosting the Phillies in this. They're, look at this sandwich. Those are donuts. That's fried chicken. I think that's a pickle. So it's fried chicken with powdered sugar between donuts. So it goes donut, fried chicken, pickle, donut, pickle, fried chicken, donut, pickle, fried chicken, donut. It's a Big Mac. Of, like, you literally are not able to put this in your mouth. This is a sandwich and a half. Like, this is a meal for four. Crazy. I have a lot of room to talk. My weight is going in the wrong direction. I'm getting it. It is bulking season, though. Eat shit. It's bulking season. That's what I keep telling myself. Travis Kelsey in his podcast with Jason Kelsey said that the NFL is overdoing it a bit. Is the NFL overdoing it? What is your honest opinion? With Taylor Swift stuff. Not I think, take away, I think everybody's take away just like overwhelmed your feelings with for Taylor. What is your honest opinion <laughs> on how the NFL is treating uh, celebrities at games? I think it's fun when they show uh, who all is at the game. You know, I think uh, I think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere, brings a little bit more to to what you're watching. Um, but at the same time, I think uh, they're overdoing it. They're they're overdoing it a little bit for sure, especially my situation. Right. I think they're they're just trying to have fun with it and. Um, a lot, of, uh, a lot of the people watching, go ahead, let's hear it. I just think the NFL is not used to celebrities coming to the games. Like basketball has to figure it out. They're all courtside. They're sitting there. They show them once or twice, and then, and then they, but they get back to the game. The NFL is like, oh, look at all these A-list celebrities in the game. Keep showing them, show them, show them, show them. Dude, listen, you show them once, let them know they're there. Maybe after a touchdown, you get a little clip, but it, you, can't, you can't be overboard with it. 
Yeah, the, the that and the the only other people that get like really overboard with it are when like there's a weird story and for some reason they keep showing a player's family. It's a fine line. It is it is a fine line when you're doing that kind of stuff of like how to do it the right way. Taylor Swift going to the game on Sunday night was the story heading into the game because the Jets were such a such a mess. The NFL did double down. They released a statement around the same time that the, the Kelsey podcast came out, and that statement was to the effect of, like, we're going to keep doing whatever we want. Sometimes we change our bio. They changed the – their official Twitter bio was uh, the Chiefs are 2-0 and as Swifties, which is, like, very thirsty. So if they keep doing this, they're just going to come off as thirsty and desperate, which is what they're, they're being. Speaking of thirsty and desperate, Evan Neal was a first-round draft pick for the New York Giants in 2022. So this is his second year in the NFL. As a rookie offensive lineman, he was a left tackle for Bama. He's going to play right tackle in the NFL. He is on the Giants, who have like two or three really good players, one of whom is their left tackle, Andrew Thomas, who's the first or second best left tackle in football, probably second. And Evan Neal is horrible at football. Just, he is horrible at football. Just sucks. Maybe one day he won't suck, but right now he sucks. He's horrible. There's a clip that was going around from Monday Night Football where he his tight end was blocking a guy and he blocked the guy he blocked his he moved his tight end off of the block he literally just shoved him it's actually kind of funny he said the following during the game he was seen gesturing to fans while they were booing why would a lion concern himself with the opinion of a sheep the person that's commenting on my performance what does he do flip hot dogs and burgers somewhere how can you say you're really a fan when you're out when we're out here battling our asses off and the game wasn't going well, but the best you can do is boo your home team. How much of a fan are you really? There's been this vibe from people in the SEC that Alabama home games are, they've become a very business-like atmosphere. They don't lose at home very often, like once a year or so, maybe once every other year. So he's never really felt this, expectations. And also he's been really good, and I can't, des- I can't describe to you. It's entirely possible that if every single offensive line were healthy in the NFL, he would be the worst offensive lineman in the NFL. He is horrific. He literally, like, the guy didn't even beat him to sack Daniel Jones. He beat his own guy who was making the block, and then the guy went and got Daniel Jones. And that play wasn't a sack, but it did hit him, and it did lead to an interception. He blocked his guy. The guy that was being blocked then was not blocked, and then he hit Daniel Jones. He's horrendous at football. So obviously New York being a completely reasonable place for this kind of thing to happen responded in a way that you would think by freaking the fuck out. Here's a radio host. Let's listen to the whole thing. Um, The Michael K. Show. Let's do it. Right tackle Evan Neal looked up towards the stands, raised his arms and gestured sarcastically. He said he did not flip off fans, but he did yell a clear message to them. They are booing us, so I said, boo louder, Neil told NJ Advance Media on Wednesday. Why would a lion concern himself with the opinion of a sheep, he added. The person that's commenting on my performance, what does he do? Flip hot dogs and hamburgers somewhere? Are you kidding me? I'd cut his ass. I would. How dare you? These people pay your salary. They pay an obnoxious amount of money to park, an obnoxious amount of money for PSLs to sit there and watch this pap, and you call them hamburger flippers? What, you're so much better? I'd rather have a guy that's flipping hamburgers blocked than your piece of garbage ass. Who the hell are you to talk to fans like that? You piece of garbage. 
I hate when players do that. You're not above us. What, because you happen to play a sport? You're better than me. You're better than the people that pay your salary. These giant fans were here before you, and they'll be here after your sorry ass is cut. What a piece of human trash. And I don't want to hear some apology. I don't want to hear, oh, I was taken out of contact. I didn't mean, I don't want to hear, done, done. I would cut his fat ass. <laughs> You see him in the mall of Willowbrook, boo his ass. If you see him on the DMV, boo him. Don't stop booing him. If he goes to the Pro Bowl, boo him. If he wins a Super Bowl, boo his sorry ass. Screw that guy. Yeah, uh, telling fans what to do and what not to do in Boston, Philadelphia, and New York, not the move. But again, he wasn't held to a high standard by fans of Alabama. They just expect to win, and they did. I think he was on one of the national championship teams. So he doesn't really know what to do here because everything's just been hunky-dory. And then now in the NFL, it's different than college where all of your snaps are constantly being watched by not thousands of people, but millions of people. And they're looking at him and they're like, bro, you're horrendous. And then he gets mad for being booed. He's never probably been booed. His overall PFF grade is 42.5 out of 100. I don't know where that ranks him, and I'm not going to subscribe to PFF to find out, but it's really bad. The Giants' next two games are road games where they play the Dolphins and the Bills, widely considered to be two of like the seven true Super Bowl contenders. And then they will come home to play the Commanders in a division game, at which point Evan Neal's life's going to get tough. It would be good for him to fake a hamstring injury. To be honest, that might be... That legitimately might be the move because I don't think things are going to get better from him. I think, and again... He is horrible at football, which is the, the, the problem here. If you were not horrible at football and you tell fans to eat it, they're going to. There's nothing they can do, and they're, they're fine. They, in, the, in those big markets like that, they're fine if you're a dick to them. And you play hard, and you win. Rivalry weekend for the Ravens and the Steelers. Ravens linebacker Patrick Queen does not like some shit that Mike Tomlin spoke to him. Anytime you, you, know, you join this organization and they talk about this game, it's the game that defines you and makes you a Raven. And... Um, uh, when I was on my so- on their sideline my rookie year, Mike Tomlin was looking at me, yelling at me, "You're not a Raven. You're not a Raven. You're not supposed to be there. You're not. You're not one of them." So uh, every time I play them, it's something personal. That obviously stuck with you. Yeah, definitely did. <laughs> definitely did. I don't care if he was joking. I don't care if he was serious. At the end of the day, I'm on your sideline, and you're telling me I'm not a Raven. It's kind of disrespectful. So that is a weird thing to say. Um, if if it, I don't know, yeah, that's just a weird thing to say. He's gonna have to answer that. I like that, though. If the purpose was to get into his head, other than that, like, I would probably be mad. You're not a Raven. Like It would screw with your head a little bit, and I don't know how much motivation they need. Kenny Pickett is a terrible quarterback. It looks like Mitch Trubisky is going to go for the Steelers this weekend. We will discuss coming up on Football Friday tomorrow. But Commanders versus Dub Bears tonight, rock bottom. It's a Thursday night game, which means it's a mini-buy for both teams coming off the perfect time. To fire your coach. College football this weekend. There are a couple big games and a couple mad games. We'll see. I think Kentucky might be Georgia. We'll preview all of that. Notre Dame is in a trap game at Louisville. Perhaps um, in my home state of Wyoming, if they win the next three games, they'll be staring down a bid to the Fiesta Bowl. Fresno State and Wyoming, low-key, one of the more watchable, enjoyable games. It's in Laramie. We'll preview all the college football action tomorrow. I should come up with some bets. Right? I said that's what I do, and I think that's what I gotta do. All right. Back and better than ever for Football Friday.